I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Hi, Jen. Hi, Danita. We just got back from a camping trip. We went the Pacific Coast Highways. We went through Washington, like interior Washington. And we didn't do the whole Pacific Coast Highway because I've driven up California before. But we did mainly Oregon and a touch of Northern California and then interior Oregon and then some of interior Washington. And so we camped the whole time, the whole month. So we have a van and we drove the van to Costa Rica last year. We've actually counted, I think we've spent like six to seven months in the van in the past year and a half. Just this year, I decided I need a washroom in it. We were camping and I was like, kind of harping on the washroom situation, complaining, you know how complaints can get a little bit going the complaint train. Am I being ungrateful for the fact that we have the van? I'm grateful for the van. I'm grateful for the camping. I'm grateful for all that experience that we're doing. Why can't I just enjoy the van for what it is? The funny part about that, though, is that I still enjoy the camping in the van as much as living in my house. You're still very grateful for the experience. We should all understand that we can ask for more when it comes to anything in our life, whether that be material things or experiences or different relationships or things we want in our career or things we want for ourselves. You can ask and you can receive. A hundred percent. And then that actually goes to the whole thing is like, is it okay to want abundance? I think it is. Yes. I think, why shouldn't I be able to work and strive and achieve abundance? You should. If you don't ask for something, you'll never receive it. You should be open to ask. And only when you're open to ask, then you can be open to receive it as well. And you'd be amazed at what comes when you ask and when you're manifesting. And when you're giving yourself permission to be okay with asking. When you allow yourself to envision abundance the way that you want it, amazing things can happen. For those who do the work, 100%. Why does abundance happen? Like, why does abundance happen for some people and why does it happen for not happen for others? The only thing I can think of, like the root for me of the quest for abundance or receiving and asking is gratitude. To be grateful for everything you currently have, the current position you're in, the current space in place. So you are grateful that you are sleeping in the rain with your family. You are grateful that maybe you don't have access to a... This is how I feel about it. You are grateful every moment of every day for what you have in that moment. And then therefore, abundance, you can just keep on asking because you are always grateful for what you have in that moment. And I think that's a really good way to place it. And you know how I like to talk about the baseline? It's like, so if you have your abundance baseline and you're grateful for where you are in that abundance baseline, as you envision something different or something changes and your baseline changes and there's growth, you're still grateful for the next baseline. How come people can't enjoy abundance when it's all around us? 
Danita, that is a great question. And I haven't the slightest clue. The one thing is abundance often provides us with these like meaning filled experiences. Like you said, be grateful for those and then learn from them and shift and grow. Great things happen. What's that book, The Secret? And then I think you had a quote. What was that quote? So this is a quote I have on my phone all the time. People have heard The Secret. Oprah loved to go down that path. This is uh, from the book Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. I'm sure you all have heard this quote, but it is one of my faves. She talks about the deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that frightens us most. And we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? But actually, who are you not to be? And the point is that we were born to shine and manifest abundance. And there is enough for everyone. Every human being has access to this abundance. If you just look inside yourself and allow you to be the best you that you can be. I mean, this does seem a bit cheeseball a little bit as I say it, but. <laughs> I think that's where you're wrong. I think that's actually, it's not cheeseball at all. It's if you can look in, it's exactly what you've been saying is that when you can look inside yourself and be grateful for what you have and allow yourself and give yourself permission to be brilliant and incredible and too much and big and huge and shine, then the abundance comes your way for whatever it is that you define abundance as. That's another thing is like, how do you define abundance? That's right. And it doesn't take away from anyone else's abundance. And we don't necessarily mean abundance by material things. Abundance could be just like a physical feeling or an experience or an emotion that you want to have. Yeah. Like, I mean, so many people define abundance. When they think of abundance, they think of financial abundance. And that's, that is for sure an element of it. But then it's like, are you abundant in your family and your relationships? Do you have like a spiritual and emotional abundance? Do you find abundance in like generosity and giving? Like, Jen, you're one of the most generous, kind people I've ever met. I think you find abundance in your kindness. Thank you, Danita. I would say the same thing about you. But yes, I, that means the world to me because I feel the more I give, I receive 10 times. So it's like, is it actually self-serving? Because you give, you get back. The act of giving is actually such a seriously meaning-filled experience. Oh, I love that. It really is. Giving back to your community, giving yourself purpose, all those things, they relate to like your level of abundance. And then one thing that I sometimes forget and that I often remind myself to place more gratitude on education and knowledge, how incredible it's been to be able to learn and grow and study and shift baselines and move through like different levels of knowledge. I had one person ask me the other day, like, they're like, you're always trying new things. Can you ever just rest and relax? <laughs> like, yeah, when I change my baseline, I like rest and relax until I find something else that I want to learn. Then my baseline changes again, and then I can rest and relax in that. Then I learn something else and it just keeps moving. And it's like just this constant growth. The conversation was, well, do you ever get like tired of that growth or like of always having to put effort into that growth? And I'm like, well, when the baseline changes, it no longer becomes effort. That's just where it is. I don't have to convince myself to do something. I'm doing it because that's a part of my life now. And I love what you said about learning because I mean, you are to me, one of the most inspiring and adventurous people that I know. Thank goodness for your striving to learn and shifting your baseline each time and being okay with the fact that you are welcoming these life experiences, which is abundance in its own right, into your life too. 
Yeah. And I feel like the other part is that these life experiences have created so many meaning-filled opportunities for me to see abundance, see gratefulness, but also make change. I love that. It often comes up how come at certain times in our lives, we almost feel guilty or we feel bad or we feel undeserving. We have this scarcity mindset or we have a fear of success. Like we almost self-sabotage our abundance and or our opportunity or potential for abundance. It's such a shame because we know that abundance is like endless, but why do you think that people sort of sabotage their abundance? Think back to your time in your life when there was a potential, there was something there, a glimmer, a chance of change or shift to create something, a position differently than what they're in. And then just spend like a moment, how come you didn't do it? Oh, There might be a superficial answer, but then there's probably going to be an answer that's way deeper, that comes from like a deeper part of your body that lives within the subconscious. That is where your answer is. And that's what like a block is. I've talked about like fear of success, but then there's also like the scarcity mindset. Like that's a big one for people. And then people self-sabotage because they're not ready. They have too many things that are blocking them. Like they might not feel like they're deserving. And if so, if you have a core wound that's related to like self-worth, you might not feel like you deserve what's coming your way or that you're not going to be able to handle it. I'm pulling another quote from another book and I don't know who said this, but it was, there are three answers. Like the universe has three answers. Yes, not yet. Or there's something better in mind. And they say it takes courage to know that the best is yet to come. So maybe if you haven't, you've asked for X, Y, Z and you haven't quickly received it, then you start having doubts. Mm. So then you have self-doubt and then you doubt yourself. It takes you down this big rabbit hole. Now, Dina, you got to pull them out of the rabbit hole. You got to pull them out. I got to pull them out of the rabbit hole. I like that quote that you said, Jen, about it's not your time yet. And maybe it's because you need to spend some time on reflection. The work has to be done in order for your time to come. It's not like you can just say, I'm going to sit down and manifest financial success every day and not do any work. <laughs> like, like I'm going to manifest the lot- winning the lottery every day. Yeah, like it might, like it happens for some people, but it's, it's not like that's going to be in general how it shakes down. There's going to be some work involved. And then there's also going to be like, you can do the work and then you can do the inner work. And you can look inward and say like, okay, what's blocking me from success? Even the things like what's been passed down to you transgenerationally? How does your family view abundance? And like, how do they define success? What's their relationship with one, with money? What's their relationship with community and connection and and spirituality? All of those things. Whatever's been passed to you from your family is your starting point, your baseline for abundance. If your family's abundance is sole focus, is like financial success, that is going to be how you define abundance. And then you don't have room for all these other things on the side, like connection, spirituality, experiences, other ways to make meaning impactful opportunities occur in your life. And when you do these side hustles of kindness, connection, gratefulness, self-reflection, meditation, all of these things, your capacity for abundance changes. Beautifully said. It's so true. And you have to try it and do it and you'll see. Like we're not just blowing smoke around here. (laughs) Although imagine the days, imagine if you and I were just sitting around here having a ciggy, like in the 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I see us having it more of a, like a, a cigar, almost like a like a like a packed pipe. You know what I mean? Like a wooden barrel packed pipe. That's what I see for us. Yeah, like in front of a fireplace or anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, we're not blowing smoke. We're not like making those O-rings or whatever they're called. I know. So cool. Back in the day. I wish I could do that. That was so cool. I do not promote smoking, but those were cool. <laughs> That's our next adventure. There is so many ways to define abundance. When you start shifting your perspective on abundance to encompass more, then more comes. The law of attraction. There's a reason why there's a definition about it. That like attracts like. And that your thoughts, feelings, and intentions can influence the events, circumstances, and experiences in your life. The energy you emit into the universe through your thoughts, emotions will attract similar energies and manifestations into your life. That's the law of attraction. That's it. Abundance flows from the inside out, not the outside in. This is what we were saying. I am not just all like positive psychology. Obviously, I love spending so much time in the other, in the dark. I spend so much time there because that's where I actually find change can happen and occur. But then there is also when that change happens, you live in the light. You have to then emit the new energy into the universe. You're liberated from your own fear and you liberate others. I'm just adding another quote onto what you just said because it's true, right? When you look at us, it's like quote, 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 but when you live on the light, what you just said, and it's like liberate from your own fear and then it liberates others. It's like all about others. That's the thing. When people think about abundance, they automatically assume it's all like I, I self-centered all the time, but it's so much more about the community connection, nature, animals, the world, all of it. I think this episode was about so many quotes and I kind of like it. It's not like you and I came up with the concept of the law of attraction or abundance. Those quotes are there for a reason. The biggest thing that I want people to take away from this is that what is stopping you from allowing yourself to feel abundance, like feel abundant throughout your whole body? What's stopping you? And know when you ask for things, you will receive said things. Once you've done the work... Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.